Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, brought to you by the great people over at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. <clears throat> Go over and check it out, 14-day free trial, great resources. We're actually, if you're listening to this, the week of June 4th, we're having a giveaway, um, a free one-year subscription to teachhoops.com. I will put the uh, details in the show notes down below. There's lots of different ways to enter. I think the best way or the, the most entries you can get is if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's lots of different ways of of getting um, entries into the to the giveaway, which I think ends a week from week from last Monday or the 11th, I think it is. But anyway, go check it out. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this week's uh, Q and A with. Um, Damien, it's great. It's talking about building a program, um, how we can simplify things and uh, make it easier on ourselves. So I think you'll really enjoy this week's um, podcast. Um, Here we go. Coach Unplugged. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. All right, we're here with Damien. Help me pronounce your last name. I'm, I'm living in Wisconsin, so pronouncing names is, I'm horrible at pronouncing names. But help me with your last name again. My last name is Barrera. Barrera, Barrera. It's all that, yeah, I got to get those R's going. Okay, so tell us a little yeah. bit about, <laughs> tell us a little bit about you first before we get going here. Well, well my name is Damien. I coach in Southern California for the girls basketball program in Orange County. Okay. And we are a division five double A school right now, which is pretty much second to last, if not last, depending on what, what teams are, are in there and for the division six. And I've been coaching for four years going into my fifth, and this will officially be my first year as head coach of the girls basketball program. Okay. And, and what size is that in relation to so people listening? The size of the school is about 2,000, and we're kind of probably in the middle, I guess, as, as far as the – but it's very in, – in our city, we actually have eight high schools. Wow. So just, just to give you a kind of 
a breakdown. We have a couple of private, actually, if you turn in the, if you throw in the private schools like modern day, which is a powerhouse oh, yeah. in all sports, right. they're, uh, you know, they're, they're private schools. So we have about, and actually the city of Santa Ana, we have about anywhere between 12 and 14 high schools, I believe. Wow. That's crazy. Like, so, okay, very, so, so I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, we're, we're doing this. It's April. I think it's April 14th or 15th today. I'm sitting in my office mm-hmm. taping this and we have six inches of snow on the ground and it's snowing right now. So, oh, wow. so be- I'm telling you right now, it's 75 and sunny. And it's been like this for, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So, so, so questions, questions you have, I know you ask about a couple things in the bottom. Um, you know, you just took over the program. So this is perfect for everybody that's listening. Um, so go ahead and ask those and then we can go through any questions that you have. Yeah. So when I first started coaching here, you know, the, you know, I kind of came from more of a basketball town where everyone in town that I grew up in, you know, you're born with a basketball in your hand. And, right. And so it was very high level, the girls program at my high school when I was playing ball there, you know, they've won about 12 national state championships, a couple of national championships. Okay. And so when I came to this school, you know, my, my mind was, okay, well, you know, high level basketball. And I've learned the hard way that, Hey, I got to start basically like I'm coaching five and six and seven year olds as far as basketball. Right. So, so the, know, the girls haven't played a lot before you get them. No, no organized, about 99% no organized experience before their freshman year in high school. Okay. And, and <laughs> wow. So you are literally yeah. starting from the beginning. So do you have feeder programs that feed into your school? Well, here's the interesting part about our city is that we're an open enrollment district. Mm. And okay. we were once the, the brand new shiny school and now we're not. And most of the, the reputation is there's a couple of better high school where the feeder program goes into that school. And it's hard just to bring kids here just because of the reputation of, you know, bad academics, some, you know, the neighborhood's a little rough and, and so we have a, you know, so it's hard for parents to so want to send their what, kids. What's, what's your solution to that? You know, my solution is that the actual, the other, I would say the powerhouse program as far as public schools in our district, they're, they're having a lot of turmoil, some, some scandals that aren't, you know, coach, right. coaches were being inappropriate with the, the girls. So right. I think I've had a few parents actually hear about what we're doing for our girls. And I think that's kind of, it's kind of been nice that, you know, we've been, been approached by parents that we never send their girls to our school just because of the culture and environment we're creating in, in our program. Right. And I think that's what I was hoping you were going to get to. I think it's all about culture. So I would, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, how, how much you've mapped out the year, but I would definitely start thinking about getting, you know, it's a lot easier to sell them on the person you are and the program you want to run at the younger mm-hmm. age than when they're just coming in. Um, so I, I know stuff I did initially was I ran a lot of, I, I got out in the community. I ran free clinics. I ran free things, you know, now I'm charging cause I have a reputation, but then I was just trying to make connections and relationships with people so they could see what That's I true. was about. Um, especially in a big That's city great. like that. And parents are always looking for something. Even if you charge five bucks, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah. just, just so you are building some relationships because you got to think about this as a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> and, right. um, and it's Absolutely. really hard. <laughs> and it's really hard in our profession to do that because we're judged on quantitative rather than qualitative values. And this gig is more qualitative than it is quantitative. Um, it's more Absolutely. about the relationships. Um, 
So that would be the first thing, especially if that's going down in the city. Um, I would try to, I would try to do that. Do you do, can, I don't know the rules in California. Can you have contact with your girls in the off season and stuff like that? Yeah, we have, we pretty much go all year round if we want to. I, I just started actually spring basketball. We started, we, we bought spring basketball to this school last year and it's, and it actually paid a lot of dividends as far as win losses and kind of creating that culture. Yep. Yep. So and this I, year we're, we're, we're beginning again. Right. And I think it's, I think it's about building that, like just getting in the gym. Some days are going to be good days. Some days are going to be bad days. Um, you know, we're doing this together. It's kind of like going off into battle. You want to fill that. So I would try to do as much of that. Do you have girls, do you have mul- problems with multiple sport athletes? That's I do, but because of what we kind of created, it's, we're actually starting to become, it's kind of funny. Usually the, the programs that are losing a lot aren't, aren't this way, but because of the, the culture we put a lot of emphasis on, um, we've actually kind of become the the group on school that a lot of the girls want to join. Right. Whereas before, four years ago, when we I got there, it was we had these athletic girls and it was like soccer instead of yep. basketball. And yeah. now they're actually starting to come over to to our side, which is kind of nice. Well, and I think it's I think it's the kind of thing that maybe you, you know I think it's the kind of thing that you build to these girls. And this is I remember doing this too. It's like you are going to be the ones that people are going to talk about 10 years from now. You're going to be the ones that turn this thing around. You're going to be the ones that, you know, are they going to be the yeah. leaders that, you know, that, that I think you got to feed on that a little bit. Cause they still are teenage kids. Um, right. You want to, you want, that's, I call it their ego food. You got to give them some ego food and the ego food is you are going to be this group. That's going to help us put, put us on the map. Um, you know, that exactly. kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I think, uh, we've, you know, we've had a, we, we created some new traditions where the seniors kind of give a speech at the end of when we had the banquet a couple months ago. And, yep. and you can really tell that every, every younger, lower level girl was really looking up and, Hey, you know, I want to be like Kate or I want to be like Maybelline. And right. it's, it's been nice that everyone's kind of coming back and they're still hanging around the gym, kind of talking to the lower level girls. So it's, it's starting to become something special. Which is well, nice. and the thing is that's, especially if you do run a camp and you do charge or something and it's whatever it is, or you run it through the Y or whatever, then it's, I always love getting those alums back. You know, I give them a mm-hmm. couple hundred bucks or something and, you know, get them to, it, it's, they make a little cash. I, I get them in the gym. I get some workers. Um, it's a win-win for everybody. But it's building that, you know, it's building that community. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to bring that down. Yeah, it, it, all that kind of stuff, wherever you can build community. I mean, I'll have my, I'll have my team, um, so it's snowing, so they're not really thinking about basketball. Well, they should be, I guess, if it's snowing. <laughs> but, um, like, I'll have them, and I've said this before, I don't know where I've said it, but I, the, I build my relationships with my guys, not during the basketball season. I build my relationships with them in the off season. Um, because I'm not, I'm not, I don't have anything they want at this point. I mean, I have it down the line, but, um, this is when they can see me as a person. I have them over to my house. We'll do a barbecue, you know, we'll do that kind of stuff, you know, um, you know, all that, all that, all that stuff is so that basically what I'm doing is I'm depositing money into the bank (laughs) so that when I have to get on John in January, I can pull from that bank and he still knows that I really got his back, but that I'm doing it out of, you know, I'm doing it out of love. I'm doing it out of expectations. Like a parent does, you know, if you only yell at your kids, you don't have anything in that bank to pull on. So I think, especially when you're building programs, that's super important to be able to do that. Um, 
especially That's over a great time. point. Because, you know, I've always, we, we did a lot of team bondings and it was great. But now that you mentioned it, it'd be nice to, to do that during the off season. That right. way we're kind of ready to rock and roll. Yep. Rather and the than thing is during, I, the, the team bonding is great. And I take my teams, we go on some trips and stuff. I, that, that is really good for them building with each other. But I'm still the guy that decides who goes in when and who shoots what and that kind of stuff during the season. So it, 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 it's, it's harder, I think, especially when you're building something, to build that in during the battle. <laughs> um, it's a lot easier to build it outside of the stresses of the season. And mom says I should be playing more and shooting more. And, you know, Aunt Sally came to the game and I didn't play. And all that kind of stuff is going on outside. Um, so it's a lot easier during the summer when there's maybe not as much or the spring or whatever, as much of that kind of stuff going on. Um, right. You, you wrote on here rebound. You wrote on here a couple of things that you really wanted to talk about too. What were they? Um, yeah, they were, the first one was rebounding and the second one was communication. Okay. And you know, we're, we're that team definitely trying to make those long possessions. We do have a shot clock here in California in 30 seconds for the girls. And so we, we definitely have to be in the 40s right now. As this, you know, we're trying to create, a, and actually I use a lot of those tempts that everyone's been putting up for shooting programs and everything. Good. And the ones that you've been putting up as well, and they, they've been working. I mean, we've, we've done it for a week, and I can, because our level, we start so low, we have such a high ceiling yeah. now that after a week is People don't know, I put in our community, I put, um, I put a, uh, a, sh- a shooting template that basically keeps track of shots. I did it for my son. Now I set that like the 40% for threes, uh, 50% for twos and like 80%. So you'll notice there's colors changing. If they're not meeting it, it will change the colors. So if you want me to tweak any of those percentages, just send me an email and I'll tweak them for you. Um, Okay. They're they're high right now. (laughs) So a lot of that stuff might be. So what I'm saying is for people listening, it's like, Basically, if you're like two for three, that's 66 and 6%, the, the little box will be green. But if you're shooting, you know, 20% from three, the box will all of a sudden go yellow or red. And I'm just trying to give them indicators of whether they're doing well or not. Just little positive and negative feedbacks. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's, I mean, I, I've been tweaking it for about a year and stuff. Um, hold on one second. the entire family got home thank thanks thanks drew that's my son um so uh let's talk about rebounding real quick so how how do you do rebounding now in practice or over those kind of things because it sounds like you're gonna have a small team yeah well we play you know we we, i do a lot of different rebounding drills you know we play man-to-man defense right now just keep it basic and you know we'll have where you know help site rebounding guarding everybody i hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as i can make sure you subscribe and like if you're liking this leave a review we really do appreciate that remember to enter down below if you're looking for a uh, free way of winning uh, a year-long subscription at teachhoops.com if it's still the first week in june in 2018 and you're listening to this um and uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for for basketball coaches who want to get better i it's my baby i think you'll really love it it's a it's a great community and a way of, for coaches to come together and and learn this great game. And I can't imagine the summer better being a better time than to, to become a better coach. So go over and check it out. Um, and let's go back to the podcast. Yep. Rebounding skills, that kind of stuff. 
But I just, you know, we for the girls and their skill level, they're picking up man-to-man defense really well, which I think is a lot harder than the concept of rebounding. But for some reason, it's just weak. And we're, we're a small team, and we're, we're going to continue to be a small team because none of my freshmen are tall even. Right. And it's just one and of those girls, things where how do I – Girls, you yeah, know, I girls don't make grow. that a habit. Yeah. 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 Girls don't grow late. You know, when they're, by the time they're freshmen or sophomores, you know, if you're gonna have a tall team. Okay. So yeah. I've all, we, we had, a, we didn't have a, we, this is crazy, but we were all like six, four this year. So we were relatively small this year. Um, so we had some rebounding issues too. And I, I don't remember which book I read it in, but basically what you emphasize they're going to do and you can't emphasize 16 things, but if you emphasize two or three, they will do them. So I put one assistant coach in charge of rebounding, and we emphasized it every day in practice. Now, emphasizing okay. is fine. That that will that will move it from like a that will move it from like a D to a C. Then you have to gotcha. do then you have to do specific drills where you're like we cut we play something called cutthroat, where I give different point okay. values to different things. And rebound, okay. offensive rebounding is like four points. We'll play to 12 or something. So we'll play little games where I'll emphasize not turning the ball over um, or, off, or rebounding or, you know, you get a point for defensive rebound. So we do little tweaks of that um, depending on what we're emphasizing. But rebounding is always one of those because um, it's, it's, it's not never in the stat sh- It's in the stat sheet, but it's never in the score you know, the score box, the, the box score, right. Never that kind of stuff. So I have to emphasize it in practice and give rewards to it in practice. So they'll do it. Um, and then, then I go again, boys are a little different than girls, but I, I, I basically feed on the boys egos. And then I also tell them that rebounding for you, if you get an offensive rebound, I am never going to tell you not to shoot the ball right away again. So, gotcha. um, so offensive rebounding is easy to sell. Then defensive rebounding is the one that's harder to sell. Um, it's kind of like our charge thing. We give kids specific things if they take a charge because there's really no reward in it. Um, it's the same thing right. with defensive rebounding. It's like you get something in practice, like extra points. You know, you're the leading rebound, whatever. You have to emphasize defensive rebounding all the time because it, it's a habit of boxing out. Um, that has to occur and all those drills are fine, but I have never found those drills and everything I've read and seen those drills are great. You know, Izzo's probably one of the best rebounding coaches and everything he does is competitive as far as rebounding goes. Um, Got you. So every drill that he does, he has an element of rebounding in it. And if you've ever watched his teams, they're crazy on the boards. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so then that's how he does it. I mean, obviously as very athletic, players and stuff but they just rebound unbelievable in my opinion um and that's one of the reasons they are able to do that does that make sense yeah absolutely so just try to make it a little bit more competitive probably more yep. a little bit game-like game you know we're, we're also we're also not even going against tall teams as well so you know right. the, the fact that we're struggling with defensive rebounding is even more of a, a little bit of concern but i think you're right is just more putting that emphasize i think i was trying to do too many good things last year Yep. And if I just kind of keep it to a few I'm things, telling you, I can't okay. handle, I can't handle turnover. My, like, if you know, my players would tell you right now that turn, I'm like a Bo Ryan. To, I mean, I cannot handle when you turn the ball over. That is just like, <laughs> because it's three points we can score, couldn't score now. And it's three points. It's a six point turnaround every time you turn the ball over. 
So they know that I do not handle turnovers well. So that's one of my points of emphasis. You know, you can't have seven of them, but you know, I have that on the top of my practice plan, turnovers, rebounding, you know, whatever we're specifically that season we need to work on. So every day I'm pounding on that stuff. Um, so you, you got to pick your battles basically. It's like parenting a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, awesome. I, no, yeah. I, love, I love that six point turnaround. I think that's a good way to it. I mean, it could, I mean, sure my you. coaches laugh because I'll say we're down four and I'll say it's a one possession game. So it could actually be an eight possession game. Um, but eight, eight possession turnaround. If you watch the Bucks today, Bucks played the Celtics today. Did you see that game? Yeah, I saw that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the last, the regulation was like, no one's defending a three. What's wrong with you, people? Unbelievable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm still not used to the advertisements on the um, jerseys. I'm, it's seemed very European to me. Um, yeah, that's yeah. A little, a little All right. So, so the other thing you wrote was uh, communication. Yeah. So I, I wrote there, you know, we've, like I said, we've, we've built a culture so much that it's a very great environment for the girls and a lot of the girl teams on the other sports, you know, there's a lot of infighting and kind of yep. proud that we don't have a lot of that in us. Yep. you know we obviously have that we want some of it that way we can grow from it but right. for the most part it's very you know self-policing or some have admitted to bullying and all that and yep it's been it's been great but that doesn't translate onto the court as well and i'm, I'm kind of fig- i'm trying to figure out why you know obviously the the iq is not there that maybe i would i had in high school where it's just hey you know yep drag yep. or drop or whatever it may be yep so, 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 just, so again, not, I, I'm not stealing, I'm stealing this quote. I don't know who said it, but a quiet gym's a losing gym. <laughs> um, so I mm-hmm. always tell that's something that you want to tell them all the time. Um, because okay. yeah, a, a quiet gym's a losing gym. So here's, here's what I'm going to, I, I, and I, my boys hear this story all the time. I say in the most important game you ever play in, you will not hear me. And they look at me like, what are you talking about? I go, well, if this gym is packed, <laughs> um, which is, again, I all, I'm, the pers- I'm the believer in you. our goal is to win this thing, or districts, or conference, or whatever. I don't hide from right. it. Old schools hide from it. I don't hide. Our goal is this. And if it's, our goal is not this, mm-hmm. then you should go, go, you know, go out for the ski team or something. I don't know. But you're in the wrong spot. Yeah. Your goal isn't this you ain't in the right spot. So I put that out day one. I would put out that the next team meeting. Our goal is to win and we want to win. And so we always talk about that. So anyway, so I'm talking about um, ours is ours goes regional sectional state is the way ours goes. It's a little different, but anyway, in the sectionals, the game to go to the state tournament, we will play in front of two or 3000 people and it will be packed gym. Okay. And I tell the boys, you will not hear me you might not hear the person standing next to you, let alone me. So you guys have to communicate because what it's going to come down to is a ball screen. And if you don't talk through that ball screen, we're going to lose if you don't do this. So, so we, we talking is a talking is a, you're not talking. We stop practice. Um, That is probably in our top two or three. You can't play if you don't talk Um, because you can't play defense if you don't talk. So, right. so, so, so if you're a man to man team, what I would do slowly over the spring is if mm-hmm. I'm guarding the ball, I make them call ball. Like, okay, I got ball. So then every, the other four people know they need to be in the helpline. The other four people need to know where they are 
whether up the line or depending on whether you're playing pack or those kind of things. So that's how you can start the communication is the person that has the ball yells ball. So then the other four defenders know that that person has ball. Um, then we can talk, we, we, you can add to that. That's what I would start with initially until everyone's right. doing that all the time. And then the other stuff will, will help ha happen with, you know, Hey, ball screen, ball screen, screen, right, screen, right. All that kind of stuff is more advanced. Right. Start with calling ball. Once they get that down, then you can start calling, you know, helpline and ball screens and those kind of things. Um, and I call them out on it. I go, you guys are Snapchat and you're talking in the hallway, you're talking in the locker room, you're talking while you're stretching, you're talking, but then as soon as we start playing, you stop. What, what, what's wrong? With, no, you know, <laughs> the, the communication. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Keep going. Um, and I'm sure it's the same with yours. I, I haven't found a coach that hasn't told me that's not the same. Um, yeah, no, no, definitely. And I like that. I think sometimes I probably got a little bit too ahead of myself where it's, yep. you know, it's just like any other progression, right? Yeah. So, of, you know, so using, all right, we well, have to say this, you have to say that. Yep. I so like as that. you, and we'll talk again, we'll talk again. I, this is only gonna be a half hour today, but we'll talk again. But, but what I would yeah. do is like, you're, 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 you're a PhD and they're a middle school student. Like you're a middle, you're a PhD right. student and they're a middle school student. So what you have to do is you literally, it's harder um, like when I'm a math teacher, so when I'm teaching pre-algebra, it's a lot harder than me teaching pre-calc because I got to, right. I got to go all the way back to when I had to add, you know, like terms or something for the math people out there will know what I'm talking about, but I got to go all the way back yeah. here to where I'm not. So that is really hard for you. So, I mean, hard for any coach. So what I would do is really try to kiss it. I'm sure you've heard of that. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, go 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 all the way back on a piece of paper and simplify this is how i'm going to teach the ball screen this is how i'm going to teach helpline and then you know the advanced stuff so as soon as they get that those progressions are going to be really easy for you does that make sense yeah absolutely yeah. i like that a lot yeah because you're you're dealing yeah, I never with thought about i never thought about a progression for yeah communication that's Yep. So, so, so in the off season, you should think progression. How am I going to teach them, man? How am I going to teach them my quick hitters? How am I going to teach them my out of bounds plays? How am I going to teach them how to come off the court and shake everybody's hands? How am I going to talk them, teach them how to huddle when there's a dead ball? How am I, I mean, we literally assume they know nothing and it's this is really hard for some, for me, I've been doing this 30 years and it's yeah. like, I have to, I have a piece of paper because I assume they know how to do it. And if, if the kids have been around, they do. But all these new kids come in, they don't know this is how we do pregame. This is how we do huddle. This is all that kind of stuff. You literally got to sit and do it. And I think that's in the community under um, basketball philosophy. I think I have a printout in there somewhere if you go and dig. Um, or I can okay. find it for you. That I basically broke all that stuff down and say, you know, that's – and that goes back to the communication part. Um, you know, you got to communicate to them if you want them to communicate with each other. All right. So takeaways, any takeaways, anything you um, need help with? We'll do this again for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, no, this is a good start. And okay. I just want to thank you. I know it's been, I've been looking for that mentor. I don't have anyone around here. So it's been kind of. No, this will be nice awesome. To, to so yeah. I, I was doing, I was doing office hours and it wasn't working and I, we would get three or four people. This is better than, 
and especially with the spring and the summer, I am more free. So I'm going to, I'm going to open it up again for people that weren't able to get in. Cause the five of you signed up so fast it was like, Holy cow. So I'm going to yeah, sign yeah. it up for the next round. And then, yeah, if you have any questions, email me, I'm always checking that email um, or anything else. All right, coach. Well, thank you so much, coach. All I right. appreciate everything you do. No problem. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Just a, a laundry list of things for you that you can help us um, go down below if you're still at the beginning of June 2018 and you want to en- get an entry into a, a, the giveaway for teachhoops.com, go down below. Lots of different ways to enter. Um, do that. Go over and check out um, for if you're a basketball coach that wants to get better and make sure that you um, subscribe and like. We love those on iTunes, especially when they're five stars. So have a great beginning of the summer. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.